starlings. Starlings are noisy, bustling little birds. They like to nest in buildings, both in the countryside as well as in the city. So starlings are familiar birds to most of us. I have them nesting all around the eaves of the roof outside my bedroom. I'm generally delighted to share my home with such chirpy creatures who have no more or less right to the house than I. But then in spring and early summer, when I'm woken each morning at first light by starlings getting busy about their day, I sometimes feel less enamored with my feathered housemates. In normal waking hours, it's easy to recognize the gurgling chatter of starlings. They have a habit of congregating on telephone wires and power cables hung from pole to pole, a row of chattering birds sharing the day's gossip as a continuous trickle of chirping, clicking, gurgling and whistling. With an impressive vocal range, starlings are known to imitate the sounds they hear about them too, from impersonating the high-pitched call of a swift, the rumble of a noisy strimmer, or even the ringtone of a mobile phone. But the most impressive thing that starlings do is to gather together in enormous numbers through the winter months. A murmuration of starlings is a spectacular natural phenomenon that happens right here in Ireland, from Wexford to Westmeath, occurring in known locations each and every evening through the winter months. Whether small or large, a murmuration is a truly wondrous thing to witness, exciting, beautiful and dramatic. This behaviour begins from October, as birds are finished nesting for the year and no longer attached to breeding territory. As the afternoon turns to evening, thousands of starlings fly in from the surrounding countryside, flocks coalescing from north, south, east and west, continually arriving and joining the swooping cloud of synchronised flight, expanding and swirling in waves of wonder. Successive flocks keep arriving, and sometimes a murmuration can contain as many as a quarter of a million starlings. The murmurations are made up of resident breeding birds, as well as starlings who come here for the winter from colder places, such as Scandinavia, the Baltic countries and Western Russia. Anytime I've been to see a murmuration, there is a sense of suspense as flocks of starlings gather as dusk descends. Thousands of starlings begin swooping about overhead, flying in synchronised patterns that swell and dip across the evening sky, moving in smooth, unfolding shapes, undulating waves, fluid and unpredictable. This is an utterly awe-inspiring phenomenon. One moment, the cloud of birds is streaming up and across the open sky, and then, within an instant, the entire mass is pulsing smoothly downwards, curving and expanding again in a perfect pattern, seemingly spontaneous, yet perfectly choreographed. When a band of the murmuration swoops down low near the ground, and if you happen to be standing nearby, the sound is quite something too. The sheer volume of birds racing together through the air creates an enormous swoosh from above. As they fly, they're chirping and singing too, a spectacle of powerful, wild sound. That this phenomenon is made by starlings, 
The same little birds who gurgle about the house each morning is a reminder of how the whole is sometimes so much more than the sum of its individual parts. These birds know exactly how to benefit from the slipstream of a collective. There are several explanations as to why starlings gather in murmurations. Safety in numbers is one, as any prospecting peregrine falcon or other raptors have little chance of snatching a single starling from such an enchanting movement. Warmth is another benefit of gathering like this, as the temperature among such large flocks is considerably higher than outside the group. But I can't help but wonder if the joy of flying together like this has a power greater than any specific purpose or practical benefit. Murmurations are a show of unity and plenty, though Ireland's population of starlings has crashed in recent decades. Starlings eat a lot of insects. They use their strong bill to poke about in the ground for grubs, bugs and other insect larvae. But as we convert semi-natural pastures and species-rich grasslands to more intensively managed fields, the diversity of insect life, both in soils and in the air above, diminishes. Ploughed, reseeded and fertilised fields are not rich habitats for all the wild plants that sustain a healthy population of invertebrates. Instead of pastures rich in layers of life, we have super green fields of fertilized ryegrass. And so the number of resident breeding starlings has fallen dramatically since the 1990s. Now, when I see starlings in my neighborhood, I try not to see a few little individual birds, but the component parts of an enormous, powerful, beautiful movement. And I am reminded that we must do better to ensure that starlings retain their place in our world, that their demise is our loss too, that the spectacle of a murmuration is one of nature's truly wondrous natural phenomenon. <laughs>